Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here not with my first cup of coffee because today is Thursday and I'm heading out for writer coffee. But I do have my second cup here with me because I'm still, still working on it. Today is Thursday, June 13th. We knew it was a Thursday because of writer coffee. And uh, sorry that I forgot to say what the day and time was. Yesterday, the um, being starstruck by the special celebrity guest yesterday just had me, uh, all the thoughts flew out of my head. <laughs> but that was fun. I've been enjoying people's comments. And I did mean to warn you all um, that my mother and I have the same voice. It's weird because we do look a fair amount alike. But the true resemblance is our voice. We sound exactly the same. Uh, to the point that uh, we confuse our husbands. <laughs> like sometimes I will call, even, you know, like with um, the stepdad who, you know, I grew up with, who was my stepdad for, you know, 30 odd years. Uh, you know, if I would call home, he wouldn't be sure if it would be my mom or me. Uh, my mom and I had a terrible habit back in the days of answering machines that we would leave messages on answering machines saying, hi, it's me, and with our message. And it was singularly unhelpful because nobody knew <laughs> which me it was. We had to get much better about specifying if it was me or my mother or even my mom's sister my aunt um, it sounds like us too not quite as identical but still very similar uh, it's bad enough that one time um, you know and, and it's funny you know how the answering machines worked because you know you would come home and you would know who had called you would just see the beep on the machine so if I had called home to leave a message for David, it would look to me, you know, just a blinking light. So the same as a message if my mom had called and left a message for me. And so sometimes I would play the answering machine when I got home and I would hear, hi, it's me. And I would think, oh, my mom called, but it would turn out to be me. <laughs> so you know that's bad when I think my voice is my mother's voice. And so, yeah, I did mean to bring that up, but then, you know, the whole starstruck by the celebrity guest thing. But I did think it was um, funny that a couple of you commented on that. It is uncanny. We probably should have, like, done some sort of mother-daughter dog and pony show at some point. Um, unfortunately, neither one of us sings well, so it's not like we could have harmonized or anything. So... Hopefully I'm still recording. I can't tell. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay. It had gone to a different screen. Here I am driving down the road checking my phone like a very bad human being. <laughs> but, you know, hey, gotta have the podcast listeners happy, right? So, let's see. After my folks, you know, we went out to breakfast to Harry's, and then we went and did a, a few things. Went and looked at a couple of sites. My mom wanted to see Megan Mulray's new house um, because that's what we're very interested in. 
So we went and descended on our house sitter and got to look around. So that was fun. Um, my mom very much likes to be able to picture stuff and she's fond of Megan. So Megan and I, uh, it's, it's one of the uh, foundations of our friendship is that we have the same mother. Uh, even though her mother is in Florida um, and comes from generally a very different background, our mothers are they're like the same person inside different skins. Um, we have the same conversations with our mothers and all of that. So no doubt were our mothers to meet, they would be fast friends as well. So... So yeah, my mom really wanted to see Megan's new house, and she approved. She really liked it, if you're listening, Megan. Uh, she really said, uh, she commented on what great bones it has, uh, which I think is sort of the cake. We all have it. There's stuff that needs fixing up, but well, um, Megan and Charlie had already done. I'd been there for a few weeks, um, I don't know, maybe a month, something like that. Uh, and you guys have done so much work. Wow, it looks it looks amazing. The back patio, I was trying to figure out what you changed on it, uh, but it looks gorgeous. Uh, like you took down a wall or something. Anyway, the podcast listeners don't care because they can't see it. Uh, but yeah, it's such a pretty house. And, um, you know, Megan is already bringing her indelible, artistic, gracious touch to it. Charlie's been planting the heck out of stuff, so, yeah, pretty cool. So after they left, I, David went driving, and they hit the road, and I got to work, so I still got a fair amount of work done yesterday. We got more, but I forgot that we had a uh, several board call, so I had to take some time out for that, but not a big deal. I just, um, my calendar reminder went off, and I was like, what? It's like, oh, yeah, somehow I didn't get that. I have multiple locations for my to-do things, and this is exactly why, children. Um, so, like, my phone reminds me, my computer calendar reminds me, but then I also have my to-do list, and it had, I'd never transferred that particular call to my to-do list for some reason. But I was reminded in time, and I got on, so it's all good. I thought it was kind of funny. I, for some reason, with the board call on Hangouts, it always, it, does, it doesn't like my camera. I have to sit there and just toggle and toggle the camera. You know, people are always giving me advice on, on it. I'm like, no, this is just like a weird thing only with this call because I can do the camera on Hangouts on other calls. <laughs> it's only on the board calls. I don't know. I think it's the, it must have to do with it coming to the Safwa account myself a gmail account i don't know what it is but um, i noticed that they had updated hangouts and that there was a whole different um i don't know the layout was a little different no minor details but once i got the camera to work which was by unplugging it from one usb port and plugging it into another and then back again into the original usb port finally it booted up but uh the <laughs> it was funny because this window popped up this time and it said uh, you are using your webcam and this can allow people to spy on you are, do you still want to activate the camera and I thought that was kind of funny because it's like <laughs> you know, this 
this, this particular warning comes, what, 10 years too late? And besides which, I have my laptop docked, and I use an external monitor, so, and, and, and an external webcam that I obviously plug into the USB port. So it's like, no, people can only spy on me staring at my computer if I actually have the camera plugged in. And now, yes, I would really like for the camera to work. <laughs> So, and then otherwise we had a pretty low-key evening. I'm still still moving along on Orchid Throne, or Orchid Throne, Fiery Citadel, one of those books. Um, I think I'm on page 326 of 363, uh, considering I started on with 290 pages, that's saying something. Um, I'm at 101,000 words, which is still okay because Orchid Throne came in at 103,000, so I'm still within parameters. It's probably going to come out pretty much spot on the same. Um, <laughs> sorry, somebody just did a squirrely traffic thing, as they do in Santa Fe. It's like the, the Santa Fe shuffle. Uh, yeah, so last two and a half weeks that I've been working on this, I have written 25,000 words. So, you know, go me. But I've definitely fleshed out a lot of stuff that needed to be fleshed out, magic system and so forth. I think that's another reason this revision has taken time, was I really needed to um, expand on some of the world-building details and so forth. So, making sure you guys are recording. Ah, drop the phone. And I'm reminding myself of where to turn <laughs> so that I don't uh, follow my habitual path into the plaza, but rather this one off to the side. So, I don't think I'll be finished with the revision today but I'll definitely be done tomorrow. Uh, and I'm talking to Sarah tomorrow morning, which I had planned to do because I thought, well, my head would be clear of this book and it won't, but I still think it won't matter. Um, Assistant Corrine offered to read the new shiny and give her input, and she thinks it's solidly science fiction. And Kelly Robson did give me input, but I'm... I mean, she gave me some interesting lenses to think about, uh, but I'm not sure it's really useful because she's thinking, you know, it's funny that, yeah, it's that sort of literary science fiction that she writes, and most of the advice she was giving me was to make it be more of that literary style, um, sort of the think piece science fiction rather than commercial science fiction. You know, and it's, it's funny to me that we split these out into all of these multiple subgenres now. You know, that it's like, <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know, the award-winning literary type science fiction is not, not the same that a lot of people read popularly. And I really don't think one is better than the other. Uh, 
you know, I know what I like to read. Okay, change lanes if you're gonna, honey. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, you get me talking to the other drivers. Everybody does this, right? 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 <laughs> yeah, and so Corrine agreed that it was definitely science fiction, and she had ideas for how I could heighten that. So I will, I will do that. That should be useful, and we'll see what Sarah says. Don't turn in front of me. Thank you. But I'm kind of wondering, it'll, we'll see what Sarah says, but I kind of wonder if she's not thinking of science fiction, because Sarah's primarily a romance reader, not this agent, Sarah, um, not science fiction and fantasy. She doesn't read the hardcore science fiction fantasy stuff. It's mostly all where it overlaps with uh, romance. And I wonder if she's thinking of science fiction like space opera. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what how that conversation goes. And there are definitely things that I think I can do. Um, and uh, hooking back to the thought about commercial genres versus the rest, or versus more literary types. Uh, you know, one thing that really struck me is when I was talking about actually this book with Kelly and her wife, Alex Della Monica, who also writes science fiction, and again, of the more literary bent, I was talking to them about Sarah J. Moss's books, you know, A Court of Thorns and Roses, etc. And I was talking about something that she did in that trilogy, and neither one of them had heard of Sarah J. Moss. I mean, hadn't heard of her, which is kind of amazing to me, you know, because she's sold so many books, you know, and all of my readers are always going on about how much they love Sarah J. Moss and all of this. And, and I mentioned that to an agent friend of mine at the conference. I said, why do you think that they would have not heard of Sarah J. Moss. How can you know people who write science fiction and fantasy not know about huge swaths of it? And she said it's snobbery. You know, she said it's they don't mean to, but it's like not part of that. You know what they think is science fiction and fantasy. You know, so it's um, it's interesting to me that we can occupy such very different worlds this way. Um, yeah. So I'm nearly to the coffee shop. Look at that. I didn't even have to struggle to find my little narrow road turn in. So I wanted to say one more thing that's super cool. I'm definitely going to be at San Diego Comic Con and on that panel. I fly in Thursday morning and fly out on Saturday afternoon. And uh, I just I'd reached out to St. Martin's and told them that... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm looking, at a, looking for a parking place, looking for a parking place. Oh, I think I can park over here. Let's see, iconic parking only. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, gathers her thoughts again. Fatally distracted by the search for a parking spot. Oh, so I'd reached out to St. Martin's to tell them that I would be at San Diego Comic Con. Oops, don't move the microphone, Jeffy. And they'd said, well, that they would talk to the Macmillan side because the Macmillan side is more of the science fiction fantasy 
side, and that's where the um, San Diego Comic-Con team would be. So I just got an email this morning saying that they want to have a 30-galley giveaway for me at the McMillan booth. Woohoo! Isn't that awesome? I'm really excited. I'm very much excited to meet that crowd um, and get my books before them. All right. So there's the drive. Takes me, what, 16 minutes, right? 15 minutes if we don't count me sitting here. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. I hope you have a fabulous Thursday. And you take care. Bye-bye.